Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. Ashley, Jeff has been salty all day, and yet now he acts as if he's been in a great mood, he's all happy. Is he the greatest actor ever, or am I just overstating this? Can we insert bleeps now? Because <laughs> I have select choice words is, that could he be. He's so salty, and yet now he acts like everything's hunky-dory. <laughs> oh, it's so great to see you guys. You're mistaking right. salt for sugar, my friend. Uh, I don't I don't know what you... You're something. You are definitely mm. something. I am Mark Seavey, Special Project Counsel for the American Legion. I am joined, as always, by my hope co-hosts here, Ashley Garbolja Moldenado. Hello. And the ever-popular uh, <laughs> Jeff Daly of the Michigan Dailies. And today we're going to actually have a very special guest. As always, uh, today's guest is Mike Irwin, the founder and executive director of Team Red, White, and Blue. Mike is responsible for the strategic direction of Team Red, White, and Blue, which includes administration of the board, program and service development, financial, tax, fundraising, management, and making sure that the organization and its partnerships are aligned with Team Red, White, and Blue's mission, which is to enrich the lives of America's veterans by connecting them to their community through physical and social activity. Mike served in the Army from 1998 to 2015, and he is both an American Legion Boy State and American Legion Baseball alum. So he is uh, well acquainted with the Legion, and we are looking forward to a great conversation with him. So we will take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with Mike. So you were discharged with a 20% disability rating, but now you can't hear so well and need help. Contact an American Legion service officer. Service officers are free of charge, and they help all veterans. Find one near you with our online tool at legion.org forward slash service officers. All right, and now we are joined by Mike Irwin with Team Red, White, and Blue. Sir, thank you very much for joining us today. We very much appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy day. Absolutely. Fired up to be here and looking forward to the conversation with everybody. All right. Ashley, you are up first. Go. So, Mike, a, a little bit of foreground here. So the guys always throw me the first question because I tend to, like, pack a bunch of stuff in and I kind of just <laughs> let you let you share everything that is about Mike, right? So I'm going to make them proud by doing so today. So my first question, Mike, for you is, you know, you're, you're an Army vet. Um, you know, you're teaching at West Point, you're doing all of these amazing things. You are executive director of Team Red, White, and Blue. Tell us how you got started with Team Red, White, and Blue. Absolutely. So, uh, so first of all, I, when I graduated West Point in 2002, I then for the next seven years was in the 1st Cavalry Division and 3rd Special Forces Group as an intelligence officer. So I deployed three times for a total of, I think, 27 or 28 months. So a lot of my life was spent, you know, really focused there. Uh, and then I went to graduate school to the University of Michigan, and I had the chance to study positive psychology. I see some, uh, some celebrations. Usually <laughs> I get reverse people. reactions. Jeff's excited. 
<laughs> I was just he always he always rags on me because I'm an Ohio gal. But yes, <laughs> I've learned I've learned that you know that most people actually even in Michigan don't like Michigan because you got Michigan State and all that. But and then of course in anywhere in the Big Ten territory of Pennsylvania through Minnesota, uh, certainly Ohio, the people are usually not fans of, of that news. But uh, haters. Um, so, so I, I went there, uh, you know, for two years and I studied positive psychology and leadership. And so, uh, I founded team RDB really because it's a funny story, but I was in a group of, uh, special forces, green berets. And they said, Hey, Erwin, when, when you go to grad school, you're going to get soft. You, you're going to, you're going to go there. You're going to stop working out. You're going to stop exercising. And, and I took that as a personal challenge when I got there to stay active and to stay running. And so I signed up for an ultra marathon. Uh, a 50 miler called the JFK 50 miler. And by signing up for that, I forced myself into making sure that I was going to be putting in enough miles so that I could complete it. And I started to realize that, you know, there was lots of these organizations out there that use physical activity, especially running to raise awareness and funds for a cause. And so I realized that there really wasn't one as much, you know, in the veteran community. And so that's where it started was, um, you know, can we bring veterans and supporters together to st stay physically active, to go out and do races and to use those races as a chance to, to raise money to support the veteran community and specifically to help veterans to be healthy, um, you know, when they take off the uniform? Because as we know, like when you're in the military, you have to do PT, you're exercising every day. And then that structure goes completely away. And it's very easy to, uh, as I always joke, grow a beard, grow your hair out and stop exercising. Um, you know, because, like all of the things. Yeah, yes. I'm down with all of it. <laughs> so the military makes you do all of it, so it's almost kind of like, uh, yeah, I'll show you. Like, I'm not going to keep doing that. Um, and so I said, hey, grow the beard and grow the hair out, do all that kind of stuff, but but don't stop moving your body. The importance of physical activity is just so huge. So that's when it started, and hard to believe it's now our, our 11th year, and as an organization. Yeah, we're about um, 215, 220,000 members. And uh, again, our, our mission really is we partner with other organizations uh, like the Legion, the VFW, and like um, the USO across the years. But we also partner a lot with corporations who have veterans employee resource groups who are wanting to keep their veterans active. And so that's our main mission is like, you know, we are not the main effort anywhere. We are a supporting effort everywhere we go. So as an Intel guy, that resonates with me. We're not the infantry. We're not, uh, you know, the main effort. We are the ones who just want to support every organization to play that role, to help inspire and empower their veterans to be as healthy as they can be. Okay. Okay. Got Jeff going excited. To me? Oh. You got Mark feeling just like all of the things. Okay. And here I am like... Oh, man, I actually want to go for a bike ride. So this, this is where I'm at. This is the trajectory of <laughs> Tango Off. All right, Jeff, you're up. And I know you went for a walk this week because yes, I, saw the, I because... saw the pictures of it. Well, here's, I'm just curious. So you went to West Point, right? And then you decided to go to the really good school. So I, I just want to say hashtag go blue to you. <laughs> um, it's, it, this is the first time Jeff's not wearing Michigan paraphernalia on him. Right? Like, I, I almost happens? left. I almost left the screen to at least go get a mask. One of my go blue masks. I was actually um, on an event last night, Jeff. You'd appreciate it. I had an event with another veteran nonprofit called Soldiers of Sidelines um, with Coach John Beeline, uh, the former basketball nice. coach uh, at UF. He's a great man. Comes and then, from a, 
a great military lineage. He's actually his mom's cousin was actually the family from Saving Private Ryan. So deep, deep lineage wow. from the military and veteran community from Coach Beeline. Anyways, it was a great mission well, night. I was just going to say that was just you, you clearly did your homework because you knew to bring up Michigan and then to give all kinds of props to the infantry. I know CV over there. I saw him. He kind of his eyes went. There's only two MOSs, 11B and wannabe. That's it. <laughs> well, the real the military branch doesn't have MOSs with letters in them. So, OK, so you are you're doing RWB and I can tell you my post. Uh, we have a lot of members that are active in RWB. Um, And I kind of want to take one of our, we were given some topics of discussion because uh, you're so amazing. I want to make sure we didn't lose anything. Uh, Legion posts right now, or I don't know if you've heard about our, our hundred miles for hope. Sure have. um, Which Mark was alluding to before, because I'm, I'm basically a superstar at this. um, (laughs) And I document it really well. And I'm typically humble. So, but I'm bringing um, it up now. Very much so. <laughs> so, you talked about like working with working with um, other organizations, and being told that uh, we're we're encouraged to work with RWB for this hundred miles for hope. Are you seeing that happen? And and in what kinds of ways are you interfacing with, for sake of our listenership, mm-hmm. with the American Legion in particular? Absolutely. Yeah, so I spoke a few times. I had a couple calls now about 100 Miles of Hope and and heard that it was very successful in 2020, all all that 2020 was. Um, And so uh, increasing the focus for 2021 and beyond uh, around this. So yeah, we just shared on on all of our social media channels just the other day. We've been reaching out to uh, lots of our local chapters where they do have strong relationships. For example, I know in Pittsburgh um, is one of them, you know, where there's good relationships where... We want Team Red White Blue members to be involved in 100 Miles for Hope. Uh, I know there's a lot of flexibility in how you can be involved in that. It's not like this finite, you must do this thing within like a certain like, you know, week. Um, like sometimes a lot of our challenges are very finite. So, for example, marching orders May 8th to, to 15th. It's the challenge is basically to move at least 5,000 steps a day for, for eight days in a row. Um, so, you know, we're absolutely encouraging our chapters and our members out there to get involved and support uh, the 100 Miles of Hope. And uh, love to see the American Legion focusing on this. I'm obviously biased as, you know, from the physical fitness side of it, but I, I often tell the stories anytime I talk about the Legion, you know, two, two quick stories from my background. Number one uh, is Boy State. So I was uh, Boy State. That was part of my application process to go to West Point. And I was a baseball player. So I played American Legion baseball um, age 13 to 15. Um, and, and the Legion was very involved in the Valley of Syracuse, New York. Um, so those were my two strongest connection points, you know, um, as, a ch- as a teenager growing up and, and seeing the power of what the Legion does. So bottom line is, yeah, we're, we're starting to get our members uh, involved and, and really reach out to uh, Legion Post. Because some know who RDB is and some don't, right? It's not like we've been around you know, for over hundred years, like the Legion. So there's still a lot of awareness building about who team red, white, and blue is, but, um, you know, we're absolutely, you know, fired up to be a part of it and to encourage our members, uh, and not just to be a part of it, but then also to invite as many members of the American Legion as possible 
to stay involved in team red, white, and blue, you know, outside the window of hundred miles for hope, you know, into other challenges that we have around veterans day and purple heart, uh, the purple heart challenge, uh, things like that. Well, I can, I can definitely say that, uh, here we know, we know who you are and we appreciate the, the influx of energy of the, that the members of RWB bring to my American Legion post and so thanks for that. And I'll yes, see sir. you in round two. <laughs> you know, I, I, I particularly like your story about uh, signing up for the ultra marathon and then kind of feeling shamed into preparing for it because that's almost exactly what happened to me. You know, one night over a couple beers, somebody talks me into doing the Boston marathon tough rock. Yep. And you know, it's, I, I got out 15 years ago or 12 years ago or whatever. And it's like, I haven't rucked a lot since then. I mean, I got three kids under five. It's a little, but once I had signed up and I was part of a group with the 173rd Airborne Association, my primary thing was to not look like a jackass. It basically, <laughs> I didn't want to slow the rest of them down. And it, it just, this was two years ago, and it just so happened to be a brutally cold winter in Indiana. So, I mean, there's times when I would look and it was eight degrees out, and it was like, boy, I really do not want to go ruck in eight degree weather. But on the other side, I also didn't want to be the guy dropping out on the on the wreck. So, you know, I got out there and I religiously walked. And then when it got time to, to do the ruck march, I, I, I came in preposterously under the time I had set for myself. And I was actually in the top 10%, which is embarrassing because I'm way out of shape. But, like, so rucking is kind of my thing. Now, I've also had the opportunity, you mentioned upstate New York. I go to these thing called the Patriot Highlander Games in oh, yeah. Cobleskill, New York, oh, yeah. which I, I love. And one of the key things with that event was they had all of us who ha- had some sort of disability from service, and we went as a team. So I wanted to talk about like how much it impacts having a team, having that support around you, not just to get you out there when you don't necessarily want to do something. You're not feeling the yeah, immediate impetus. But the other thing is, for military people, our number one fear in the entire world is letting down our teammates. Totally. How how central is that to the kind of the guiding principles of Team Red, White, and Blue? Very, very central. Yeah. And so as a psychology, I was in graduate school studying psychology. So a lot of that is kind of poured into the concrete foundation of RWB. Um, and I was going to say, building on that fear of not wanting to let your, your teammates down is that I'm and that's the heart. That's the more heavy side of it. The lighter side of it is then having to hear from people chirp in your ear and remind you that you know that you dropped yeah. the ball or that you let the team down. You know, um, so absolutely a big part of it is you know we look. We all know we should eat healthy, get enough sleep, read books, like they're and, and move our bodies. We all know the things that we should do. I don't know anyone who's like, oh, I've never heard of that. Uh, <laughs> the, the challenge is how do we do it? Um, and the reality is that not many people are so driven and have such good self-discipline that they can just do it on their own. That's just very, very few people. And so that's where the the team comes in. That's where the social pressure comes in. That's where, hey, I'm going to sign up for this and I'm going to tell people publicly about it so that other people who are going to be training up for it as well can train up with me and push me and hold me to be accountable. So I really think the team is part of it's the social pressure um, slash peer pressure. And part of it's just the inspiration and the motivation 
of like, hey, I want to be ready and I want to be there and I want to deliver for the people that I'm training, you know, alongside with. So no doubt about it. It's not easy to do this stuff on your own. And uh, anytime you're talking about anything hard or challenging. So having the team that you're a part of there is instrumental to, to helping us actually follow through on those things that we know we should do. This, I, I, I want to state emphatically that I talked to my wife before we recorded this and I told her, leave me out for dinner tonight because I'm going to go to bed at 4 p.m. so I can get up at 2 in the morning and walk, do my ruck march on the golf course near here. So, and I did that prior to this discussion. So wow. I, you know, yeah. That's hardcore right there. Well, I just, I love to ruck. It's the, I can't stand running. I, I, there's really not, like I used to be a wrestler and so I ran all the time, but rucking is my sweet spot. For whatever yeah. reason, I can ruck, and it doesn't matter how out of shape I am, I still walk at a 1545 pace, no matter, like I can't go as far, but I always walk at 1545 awesome. no matter what I do. So rucking is my thing, and I think that a lot of people, it really does, like, you know, when you get the ruck on, you just feel like you did back in yeah, the day. Like you're still, yeah, still your service member again, 100%. And that's that's one of the great things about RDV is like um, in the evolution of our app coming out, um, we have the ability, you can join the group for rucking. So there's yeah. many, you know, veterans connecting across the country in this group in our app that are talking about and putting on and planning rucking to include things like the Baton Memorial Death March, things yep. like that. And then we also have local you know, groups of veterans, you know, where they come together, you know, you know, to ruck. So that's, you know, no doubt about it. There is something definitely different about rucking that makes you feel from the army viewpoint, right? Like a soldier again. Yep. All right. Let's take a quick commercial break and we will be right back with Mike Irwin, the executive director of team red, white, and blue. hundred miles for hope is back and we're taking it to the next level. This year you could choose over 40 different activities and track your progress on a handy mobile app. We have sweet swag to commemorate your journey, including tech shirts, baseball caps, hoodies, pins, patches, and challenge coins. All proceeds from these purchases support veterans and military families through the Veterans and Children Foundation. Head to legion.org slash 100 miles to get started. All right, we're joined again by Mike Irwin, talking about Team Red, White, and Blue, talking about the American Legion and 100 Miles for Hope, and now we're going to listen to Miss Ashley. Go. All right, so I am arguably one of oh, I'm a I'm a large nerd. Um, Mark usually tops me in history and all all other things, but I wanted to give uh, some kudos. I know that Team RWB has the Eagle Research and Innovation Center, and I was hoping that you could talk a little bit more about your partnerships with, I believe, Syracuse University. The I yep. is it. IVMF. IVMF. Thank you. The IVMF. I know that there's a report that you guys have done. I know you've partnered with the George Bush. I think it's, is it Leadership Institute or is it just Institute? The center. Yeah. The George W. Bush Center. George W. Bush Center. Right. So any of these organizations that you can kind of elaborate, expand on some of the research and partnerships and what kind of work you're doing and how, you know, from your psychology background, how that's positively impacting and leaving your legacy with Team RWB. Sure. Absolutely. So a big part of our, our organization's focus is on, we use the word enrich. So we want to enrich veterans' lives. And I remember I met with uh, Pete Garrett, former secretary of the Army, and, and he talked about the importance of Team Red, White, and Blue uh, helping veterans if you're struggling to get you know back on track. Uh, if you're doing okay, to do better. And if you're doing great, 
to have it be an organization that can help veterans, you know, be the future congressmen and CEOs and, and superintendents of our country. And so that's what we really wanted to do is understand what do we mean when we say enrich? Because we didn't want to use the word like to say, hey, we want to improve your life. Because that makes you think like, well, it's not that good right now. Um, you, you know, and so that word enrich is really centered around how do we help improve what we call health people purpose, mental and physical health, relationships, people, and then that ever amorphous concept of purpose. I belong to something bigger than myself. And so health people and purpose are really the key drivers of what we mean when we talk about how to enrich veterans' lives. We partnered with Syracuse University and the Institute for Veterans and Military Families. Uh, Nick Armstrong, who's Army veteran uh, with his PhD, he and his team, alongside Dr. Caroline Angel and some others on our team, spent a lot of time over a three-year window identifying the right questions and all the things to understand how can we better uh, communicate how we actually enrich veterans' lives. And so that resulted in an academic paper and uh, a 40-question assessment that we call the Enriched Life Scale, or the ELS. And so when, when anyone joins our team, they're given the ELS, and they can see where they stand uh, between 1 and 100. And you answer 40 questions, and based upon your mental health, your physical health, your sense of service, your sense of purpose, your relationships, you find out where you are on you know, your enrichment level. And so that's a lot of what we're focusing on. We're trying to move the needle. If you have a 37, we want to get you into the 40s. If you're at 60, which is the mean, the average is, I believe, 60. We want to get you into the upper 60s and into 70. And if you come in at 85 and you're crushing it and your health and wellness is really good, uh, we still want to be able to push you forward even more. So, um, you know, and on that, I just would say, you know, in terms of the, uh, the overall innovation and research focus we have, you know, we've just launched a partnership with uh, Aura Ring. Uh, it, it's basically, if you've ever heard of Whoop, they're similar to Whoop, but it, it measures your heart rate, your resting heart rate, steps per day, how you sleep. Uh, and it's been fascinating to see, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you boom, you hit the app and you can see real time. How did you sleep last night? Ah, I did five hours and 48 minutes and I got about an hour and 10 of REM and an hour and five minutes of deep sleep. And, and it lets you know how you're doing on your sleep and your recovery. So we got a good research project going on with them right now. Um, and yeah, so it's cool. So like, you know, those are the kinds of things we're trying to do. Again, our focus is on enriching veterans' lives, but really through the lens of health and wellness and how can we better understand what we can do to help the veteran community writ large to improve on the overall health and wellness front. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm very I'm excited. What was the name of the What was the name of the ring again? Uh, oh, it's called Aura Ring. O U R A. Um, so Aura Ring, and it's amazing. I mean, you know, it, it's like a ring, and you know, like that you would wear, and it tracks, you know, your motion, and, and it tracks again your heart rate. And it's fascinating to see. Like after I've had a couple of beers, like my 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 resting heart rate at night is like a fifty five or a fifty six compared to fifty one or fifty two on a normal night. So you see, like, just the impacts of, um, you know your decisions that you make in a day, how it impacts your recovery. And these are all things that um, I've always kind of known about, but now having like a real time bio, you know, you know, whatever it is, like biofeedback mechanism, it's it's really helpful to study yourself a little bit better. I think that's fascinating. It's also like uh, put it on your watch list for holidays for your fitness lovers. Like that's, that's it. That's really neat because I've, I've 
been I, I know my husband always has talked about getting one of the um like the silicone like rings but to have something that's like tracking all of your data i think that's yeah if you like studying yourself if you're a nerd like i am like you like sounds like a couple of you guys are like you know it's if you like studying yourself <laughs> you know then it's it's fascinating because there's there's an endless amount of data in there and you can see when it spikes and when you're more stressed out and you can well my heart rate went up by like you know five beats a minute here for this hour yeah well i was stressed out because i was getting ready to like get on a podcast and i was running late and you know it gives you the ability to kind of study yourself which is pretty cool that's awesome. Well, I'm, Mike, I'm super excited that you're you're expanding upon these partnerships. You've got some incredible just concepts of um, utilizing, you know, the word enrich. I think that's so powerful. And you're right. It's it's more than improving. And it actually reminds me of um, is it the Army GAT? Is that what they call mm -hmm. it? I feel like the name's probably changed. I got out yeah. like two years ago, but um, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Where, like you said, totally. and they're always like, hey, soldier, we need you to retake this. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I like that you have spent the time to really tailor that to your audience because I think it's important and it's going to continue to help um, the organization grow and whatnot. So absolutely. Cool. All right, let's go to the king of bad decisions, Jeff Daly, who I actually, oh, I, want, I, I want to break into his aura ring and see what's going on in his life because I am. I, already, I, already, I have a big, I have a big tracker here. And they shot another one in my arm, apparently. This is a man so, who has been logging tracker. his 100 miles so for hope. I, I, like, I, walked I was actually talking on my yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally. Is that what's happening right now? This is someone who would be like, I'm walking down Hollywood Boulevard, go get in tacos. And that, and that was your contribution in interrupting me. See what I deal with, Mike? Cohen? <laughs> Great. See what I deal you should with. see the log and... on this man's like app. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, go, Jack. Anyway. Love you. So... <laughs> I feel I feel called out, Mike. I got to be honest with you. I got to be upfront with you. Uh, you've called me out a couple of times. Number one, I, you said that list of things, and I was quickly trying to jot down notes of what you said uh, people need to do to stay healthy. And then you said you're sure everybody knows. Yeah. And I was jotting down notes because I don't get enough sleep. Yeah. I think pizza's a food group. Um, the only I I do half rucks. I ruck I walk to Bevmo. And then I ruck home with a full pack. That's that's my that's my half ruck. Um, so I wanted to talk about your team member. Are you team uh, red, white, and blue? Yep. You guys do this enriched physical and mental health. And I'm hearing a lot of the of what you're doing program wise on the physical side. How does what what are you doing specifically on the mental side? And is and what is uh, what do you consider the link between the two? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So a couple of things I'd say uh, on the, the overall uh, mental health front. So number one, um, you know, so we are not a, you know, we don't have clinicians and we don't provide like direct mental health support like, you, you know, like some organizations do. Um, our big focus is on two things. We know that uh, consistent physical activity and relationships are both key factors in a person's mental health. So when you start thinking about and you look into the research around anxiety and depression, especially, and those being gateways into, you know, more severe problems, um, consistent physical activity is known uh, because of what it does to your brain and, and to your endocrine system and biochemically. Um, it is just as effective at countering anxiety and depression 
uh, as Zoloft. For example, there's some studies that have been done by Dr. Jasper Smits and Michael Otto. Um, and so it's the whole idea of if you can consistently can get physically active, you know, it, it helps to fight cortisol, the stress hormone. Um, it produces the endorphins that make you feel better. Um, it circulates your blood, all those kinds of things more into your brain. And so our big driver is mental health improvement through physical activity. The other one, though, goes back to the question earlier, talking about the team and the role of people. We also know from the research of positive psychology, and I know this from my time at University of Michigan, is that the number one driver of life satisfaction is the quality of our relationships with our family, our friends, our teammates, our coworkers. And so all the money in the world, all the success in the world, the biggest house, the fastest car, the newest you know, shoes and clothes, we, we way over-assess on how important we think those things are, how much they're, they're going to improve our happiness and our well-being. Turns out, like, even when you get a new awesome Tesla or, you know, you move into a brand new house, like, it's awesome for a period of time, and then it's just new normal. And so, um, you know, it's called the hedonic treadmill. And so, like, there's just this real uh, importance of building meaningful relationships. And I know this is something the Legion does so well through like, you know, through posts and through by bringing people together. Um, but then it's also like at our end, how can you build that relationship over a run or over a workout together? Um, and certainly coming together over a couple of beers is a great way to build a relationship. Uh, but I would argue that as we learn from our time in the military, there's no better way, uh, no shorter avenue to build relationships than through shared adversity. Uh, in other words, going through something that sucks together, you know, and so when you're out there running with people together or rucking or, you know, doing a CrossFit workout together and you're doing it beside someone, number one, you each are seeing one another struggle. You're cheering each other on. Uh, and at the end, boy, that high five and that hug feels feels really well earned. Um, and so, again, it's the relationships and the physical activity as both of them as drivers to improving mental health and the mental aspect, um, you know, of our well-being. It's it's uh, it's a testament to your education with the breadth and depth that you gave that answer, yeah. and I appreciate it deeply. I yeah, I you. wanted to say I kind of what you made me think that uh, a common thread in all healthy relationships. I, I feel like the adversity part is kind of for athletes and, and warriors and, uh, but just experiences in general, shared experiences. So if, and I do think that that adds to the camaraderie and, um, and I think that, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to see what we can do, you know, in my post in district to team up more with RWB. And, uh, I don't wear a lot of jewelry, but maybe I, maybe I can put on this, Aura ring, and maybe they'll send me one. Aura, O U R A ring. If you know for mentioning it here on this podcast, ah, as an unpaid commercial. <laughs> I, what something you said just it it reminds me so much of the military that like as things got more miserable and bad, everyone's morale sunk and sunk yep. and sunk, and there's always this place where it gets so stupid so asinine and so ridiculous that you immediately end up in like a euphoric phase yeah and i don't know how many times we would be out rucking and we would have run out of water and now it's just pouring down rain and the lightning starts and then somebody in the line will just start giggling like this is hilarious like 
you know, every time you go to the range, it's 33 degrees and just raining. And it's like, I, so many times you hit that misery index that goes immediately to euphoria. And I, every time I look back on the greatest moments in my military career, it was when things objectively could not have sucked more. Like, there's just no way it could have gotten worse. So totally appreciate that. So, you know, with our audience being, you know, largely like me, you know, guys who might have kids, don't have a lot of time. I think the one impediment that I would have to joining like Team Red, White, and Blue, just out of the blue is I would feel like I'm past the point of redemption in terms of, I don't, you know, like if the third special forces group showed up at my house right now, they would just be like, hey, fatty, you know, like, and, and like, I could you know, I'd be like, hey, that's pretty funny. But like, I think it would be, it would be very difficult for me to be like, okay, I'm going to go out and ruck with a whole bunch of people right now. I'd love to ruck, but it would be difficult for me to jump into that. What can you tell me, like, in terms of ability, do you need to be at a certain ability to get out with Team Red and Wine Blue? Well, like, I wouldn't want to hold other people back or anything. Yeah. Just talk to me a little about where somebody, I mean, the first step is always the hardest step, I'm certain, to getting people in the door. And once you get them, you got them. Totally. Yeah. This is you know, the phrase that we use is uh, that often veterans feel like that they, you know, they can't hack it is the phrase we use. Like, um, and we hear that, you know, sometimes, you know, from folks who say, you know, like I just, Hey, I'm not in good enough shape. I'm not running marathons. Cause the reality is we have people who, who do nothing, you know, they, they walk and they explicitly, that's what they, they walk. They don't rock. Like they, they walk, you know, three miles a day, you know, as part of their involvement, in, you know, with their chapter or, you know, in a virtual challenge, um, on through people who do ultra marathons and who are CrossFit games champions. And right. So we've got like, we run the gamut and often people will kind of look at that, at the mastery model and say, Whoa, that's never me. Like I'm way past that's no. Um, and so I would, you know, to that, you know, my, my really, my part Mark would be, that that is like a, you know, it's kind of a, a fear-based approach to it because we absolutely welcome, you know, veterans and supporters of all ability levels. And we know actually that a lot of times people need to start somewhere and that somewhere might be uh, in a place where they can't run, right? Or they can't, uh, you know, do whatever exercise it is because we don't just run and rock and hike. And, you know, we also do CrossFit. We do yoga. We do you know, swimming, we do biking. Like I, I jokingly, I, I say like anything that raises your heart rate, we do it. Like that's, that's what, uh, and we know that there's a versatility there that you've got to give people options and choices so that they can, um, you know, choose to engage. Cause that's also an impediment to getting involved. If, if your local chapter, if all you see is CrossFit or yoga, and you're like, I'm that's, I'm not into those things. So uh, our big, we do spend a fair amount of time dispelling that notion of Hey, just because you feel like you can't hack it, you can. Uh, we want to be a part of that solution to help motivate you through that walking. And it's, you know, military 101, crawl, walk, run. Um, you know, and so if you're crawling at first, uh, and that means literally you're walking, then we get the walk, then it starts, maybe it's rucking or jogging really slow. And the run becomes, you know, you get back to a certain level. I mean, my mom, um, geez, she was 58. She never run even half a mile in her life at age 58. She got motivated by Team Red, White, and Blue, maybe 60. Uh, and she did her, and she trained, and she ended up first doing a 5K. And then she's like, I can do it. Then she did a 10K. Uh, and then she did 
a half marathon. She did a couple of half marathons like at age 60, 61, having never done any of it in her entire life before. So um, we know that if you can just build, build some of that momentum in those little victories and get out there and walk, uh, then that gives you the ability to start pushing up the levels. And, and as you guys, as, as we all know, what's really empowering about taking out a goal and seeing our fitness level improve is the confidence that comes with that and how we feel about ourselves, not about just the bio, you know, the chemistry of it all, but just the psychological of, Hey, a month ago, I couldn't do that. And now I can. And that's a really powerful psychological state of mind. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast, right? That's it. All right. Uh, well, give us uh, give us one. So you've sold us on it. Uh, wh- what do we do? Where do we start? Yeah, absolutely. So you, know, you can just go to teamrwb.org. So RWB. Or you just go to the App Store and you can download the app. Just go to the App Store and type in Team RWB. Um, you know, we kind of ask, hey, what branch of service were you in? What, you know, you know, where were you at? Where you know, your MLS? We just ask them those basic things so that, um, you know, we have more information to be able to better offer veterans uh, challenges and events and opportunities that work for them and and will motivate them to be to be active in team rwb because honestly if you go join the team and you download the app and you build a profile but you never get involved then you know we're not making a difference in your life and so our goal really is how do we bring you into the the team and and activate and motivate you um, so that by being active through rwb you're a more fired up, more active member of the American Legion post or in your company, or uh, you're better in your personal life with your family and with your friends. Because we know there's this ripple effect in life that when you get physically active, it makes you better in all kinds of other domains of your life, um, personally and professionally. So teamrwb.org or at the App Store. There you go. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time today. And uh Hopefully everyone out there will go sign up Team RWV. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the chance to connect with everybody here, and uh, this has been a lot of fun. Great. All right, so we have now talked to Mike and learned all about his program. Uh, Ashley, we'll start, as always, with you. Aw, that's so nice. That's so nice. So Mike is a breath of fresh air. He's also someone I would definitely have to try and keep up with if I were like running, rucking or all of the above. Um, but it's admirable. I love the cause. I love the, the powerful use of the word enrich, the research, the overall combination of things that that unite us as veterans. I think he's doing a fantastic job, his team, the members. And I love that the just keep moving mentality, right? So very, very inspiring. Yeah. Jeff? All right. It's, it's, it's very cool, the use of data on so many levels, including the personal level with that ring. I am not a nerd like my fellow co-host, but I am an analytical data consumer, and I, I enjoy that sort of thing. And I just find the whole thing kind of, uh, Ashley said, re- refreshing, but it's, it's uh, I, I can't think of the right word right now, but I do think that our veterans now uh, could really use a lot of this team-orientated physical activity because I, th- I think that's how we grew up. It, it, you know what I mean? Like when you grow up in the military and you're doing these things, and I think he's bringing that mentality back, and I am 
uh, 100% in, and I'm hoping to get more involved with that organization as well and to kind of link them in with the American Legion. I will admit my one reticence about the whole thing is I've never been really the positive reinforcement guy. Uh, in the infantry, it's always the negative reinforcement, uh, you know, what people calling your names. But, man, he is so upbeat. You just, you're kind of like, yeah, let's do this. And then He has a positive psychology he, degree. Yeah, which I think is It's great. like written. Like, yeah. It's, it is yeah, written. He goes against everything I've always thought and believed, but I, I'm totally down with it. And I mean, I have seen it in terms of teamwork. Um, and lest I be yelled at by super producer Holly, uh, she did want it noted that the American Legion has a longstanding resolution supporting organizations like Team Red, White, and Blue that have missions that kind of segue uh, together well. Um, so if you're interested in looking that up, it's... Uh, our specific resolution is a May 2015 resolution number 20. Um, so if that's you know something you want to look at, but boy, it, I, you can see the synergy between what Team Red, White, and Blue is doing and what Hundred Miles for Hope is. I mean, it's they're based on the same premise for the most part. You know, um, there's there's no reason not to be a part of this. And I know I'm I actually am going to download the app. Uh, which is saying a lot because I'll probably have to get somebody to do it for me. But I'm also going to go out and buy the Ouija ring or whatever that thing was called. The, the Ouija ring. ring, is that yeah, what you, you called know, it? Like I, yeah, 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 I want to shake it twice That's and it's weird. like, definitely not. You know, whatever, it, whatever it's, it's going to, because I am like Jeff, I like to look at numbers. I'm a big number guy. I would love to know how much sleep I get or how much other stuff I do. I don't have a clue. Mm -hmm. But speaking of numbers, Mark, yes. I want to I don't want to speak for super producer Holly, but I but I will cuz that's what I do. I want to have a I want to have a contest. I want to know and she can come up with the prize for this and you can send you guys can send this in to tangoelphalim at legion.org how many times the word ruck or rucking was said in this episode and whoever <laughs> Whoever gets it right can be put in a thing and have their name drawn. I've never heard that word used so often, and I want I want to count. I want the data. Mark is quite guys, the rock enthusiast. Oh, no, I'm just saying. You said oh. I love rocking, and I rocked here, and I rocked there, and then I loved to rock. I rocked everywhere, rock, rock. and it was awesome. Ruck. and then he said rock a couple times, and then I said half rock, and I think. Like, there's going to be a lot of half rock face hey, in the in the army. It's all about your ability to shoot, move, and communicate. I couldn't I, shoot. I, I couldn't I, communicate. But man, this is nothing I can against, rock like nobody's business. It's nothing mm, against rock. I just think it's love to rock. I want a contest of how many times that that word was uttered. There you go. The Jeff Daly Memorial Ruck Number Contest. Although it's probably not a memorial, but you get the idea. All right, folks, remember to subscribe to Tango Alpha Lima on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, make sure you rate and review us, preferably five stars. And if you want to send us some feedback, as Jeff just said, Lima at legion.org. Everyone else, we will see you in a week, and I will try to get a shirt that doesn't look quite as soup sandwich as this one because I look totally ate up. I, I, 
It's like that commercial when you have the shirt. Bacon collar. What do you call it? Yeah, yeah, I got the bacon collar. <laughs> you got the bacon on. collar. You know, but I wanted to I wanted to have something vaguely athletic, only I just don't really have much athletic going on in my life right now, except rucking. There's one more for you. Sitting, whoever, standing, who, rucking. Whoever, whoever had already submitted their answer to the Jeff Daly thing, you just lost by one. All right. We will talk to you next week. Bye.